This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. During the break, I'm going to show you there was a recent uh, faux pas that was pretty famous, or not famous, pretty hilarious. So I don't know who the announcers were, but they were kind of scanning the crowd. It was during kind of a downtime, and there was a group of some young couples hanging out, and they said, yeah, like a lot of young people coming out. Look at all these people. And at that moment, the the boyfriend grabbed the girl's boobs. Oh. And they're like, obviously the camera quickly went off that, and you they were, you could hear them go, okay, back to the pitch. And then they had to silence their mics. And then when oh, they came yeah. back on, you could just hear them all laugh. They're trying to hide the fact that they're like, <laughs> it was silenced for so long because you know they're just dying laughing. I have a question for you. Why would you grab anyone's boobs at a baseball game? I think they're just being silly. It was very playful. It wasn't like, how dare you? It was like obviously some sort of silly. Oh, so they set it yeah. up together? No, like they sat together. Like it wasn't. It, yeah. It, well, was, it wasn't like the beer lady. It was no, like, you no. know, it was like a girlfriend, you but know, like somebody. out in public? Eh, you know, kids yeah. are kids. I, yeah, that's. Sure. I'm going to show you this clip when we go to break because it is so funny. I'm not talking, hanging out with you during the break. You Forget it. You promised you would one break a show. <laughs> one break a show, I'll hang out with you. Eh, what are you going to do, right? Yeah. Oh, man, it's just so funny. It is indeed. Uh, five things to look forward to. It is May 1st today, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Cinco de Mayo. Are we going to have a Latin dance party on Friday? night. I mean, it's it's... Cinco de Miles on Friday, a little Latin dance party. I had the first one, Amy Kerr. You remember Amy Kerr? I love Amy Kerr. She's yeah. a wonderful person. She made me put on a sombrero <gasps> for that appearance. Poppy. It was quite the look. Me in a sombrero. That I bet you were one. smiling ear to ear. Yes, I was very happy about that. There's Sometimes no about it. I feel like you in a sombrero would have real like grumpy cat energy. Just Yeah, that's true. Like this has been Good put point. on me and I have no choice. Okay, so it's May 1st, five things to look forward to in May. We've turned the calendar again, so here are the five things to look forward to this month. If pomp and circumstance are your thing, the coronation of King Charles is coming up this Saturday. He's been king since Queen Elizabeth passed away in September, but it's the official crowning ceremony. Didn't He wanted something special from the people, like they had to show special reverence for him now or something. Well, they had a hell of a time getting entertainment for him. That's what I heard, yeah. yeah. I heard that. Now, what was that all about? I don't know. I just don't think he is uh, quite as beloved. And then seems on t- like it. Top of it, and I don't have an opinion. I'm not. I'm not. I don't follow the royals um, except like what is told to me. But then the big controversy is that um, she, Camilla, is technically supposed to be queen consort. So yeah, it's like yep. she married into it later. Right. But right. he was like, "We're getting rid of that word. She's just the queen." And people were had big feelings about it. Maybe because they love their royalty there. They love. They, and these people don't mean a damn thing except they're billionaires. Yeah, I don't know why. I I don't get it. But I get. I guess I somewhat get it. But it's not to the same degree. Like our our reality people and our stars, they can kind of live a life. Like you can't do that. Yeah. That that's what they always. Meghan Markle always talks that she thought she had an idea of what it was like until she went and she said it was. On a level she'd never experienced. Did she win like the 2023 biggest pain in the ass in America I'm award? I'm sure that that is, she is in the running. She is a massive pain in the ass, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think, I, I can see both sides. I mean, I, I agree yeah. that she's probably a pain in the ass. I also agree that, what was it? Was it um, Chris Rock talking about, why are you shocked that like the uh, the country that like originated slavery 
were weirded out when the black person was married in the family. Like, wait a second. He said that slavery was invented in no, England. No, like it was like. God, I would hope not. It was because... Chris Rock had some funny joke about like, why are you shocked at this monarchy? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was so funny. I mean, it was he nailed it, and of course, I'm butchering it. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I. I could see her having a terrible time. I know paparazzi were terrible to her. Oh, really? Yeah. But I I think they're terrible to everybody. And the whole thing is just set up to fail. True. Uh, In sports, the NBA and NHL playoffs are happening all month. Well, not for Minnesota. They're not. Rest in peace. Uh, The Kentucky Derby is... Oh, it's Kentucky Derby's a Saturday. That's right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We're going to a gathering for the Kentucky Derby with a bunch of people. That'll be good. The PGA Championship starts on May 18th. The French Open starts on the 22nd. And the Indy 500 is May 28th. In movies, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 opens wide this Friday. The 10th and uh, Fast and Furious movies. There are 10 Fast and Furious movies. Jesus. Fast X. Get it? Because it's 10. They're going to go to the moon. Hits theaters on the 19th, and Disney live-action remake of Little Mermaid arrives on May 26th. On TV, the MTV Movie and TV Awards, May 7th. America's Got Talent returns on May 30th, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's first TV series, the Netflix spy comedy FUBAR, uh, Feel Under Bras and Run. Is that what FUBAR stands for? Yep, I think so. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. You know what it really stands for. Yes, I do. (laughs) We are going to have the wife uh, who played the yeah who plays the wife on FUBAR. I think she's coming up this week, end of the week, I believe. Yeah, very cool. I like that. Good get, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. And um, if you need some side news, uh, May 23rd, uh, they'll have Teresa and Louie's wedding. Is uh, they're doing a special. May 24th is Vanderpump reunion first. Part. You're talking to me about a Vanderpump reunion. I wasn't for you. You're not I'm always the demographic. Up. I might throw up. I'm fine with that. <laughs> you made me sneeze. <laughs> I'm so scared you're going to vomit. Damn it. Why would you aim it towards me? I put my hand over my mouth so it wouldn't get anywhere near anyone. Um, I didn't want to do it on camera. I mean, on, I, yeah, on camera or on I was like. so scared that that was a throw up moment. No, no. It was for just real. sneezing. And I have to sneeze again. Sneeze. So we better take oh, wait, a break because hey. I have to sneeze again. God bless you. Oh, nice try. It's too late. Oh, you're right. Your soul has slipped out of your body. My soul is gone, and that's all I have to say to you. Melora Hardin will join us. Her new horror fil- uh, film, Clock, streaming now on Hulu and coming to Disney+. Plus. That's interesting. A horror movie on Disney+. Plus. Does that sound normal to you? It's what I thought, too. But, yeah, apparently they're going to set it up. So, I don't know. We can ask her about it. Yeah. That'll be terrific. She'll be up right after this, Tom Bernard Show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And I'm Tom Bernard. You back already? Yo, mm-hmm. you, we're always back. I just I've I can't been, go any faster. It's as fast as I can go. Listen, I've been breaking down it's all fast. of the reality TV show reunions people need to watch in 2023. Welcome to the what Brittany Arneson Show. When did you guys get back? Like 20 minutes just ago. Just now? Oh, because I was going to say that. Was that about a two and a half minute break? It was a quick one. We were uh, we ran out of spots for you. I would have loaded some up, but uh, that yeah. was it. We're, we're on the, well, I went down to the way to hell. I went down to the men's room at quarter after nine, and all three stalls were taken, so I had to come back. So then I went down there this time, because now I really had to go, and it was wide open. I thought I'd be back in plenty of time, but I got to be honest with you, this is one thing about radio. I've never given a rat's ass about being back on time, so... Yeah, Who we were cares? real concerned. Mm-hmm. We were very worked up. Um, Who knows? Yeah. Uh, did you pronounce your name Malora? 
I believe it is Melora, yeah. Mm-hmm. Melora Harden. Uh, I just want to make sure. If you guys happen to know who it is, uh, we're talking about things that are coming up uh, in the future here. Finally, the holidays, the big ones are Cinco de Mayo, Mother's Day on the 14th, Memorial Day on the 29th, but there's also Star Wars Day on... May the 4th be with you. you. May the 4th be with you, exactly. And don't forget, the next day is Revenge of the 5th. Oh, that's cute. National Um, Eat What You Want Day is on the 11th, National Mimosa Day on the 16th, and National Hamburger Day is the 28th. So there you go. What were you going to say? Um, you know that m- who Melora Hardin is, right? Besides, yeah. Besides, she's yeah. the one who plays Jan from The Office. Right, exactly. Love that. Serenity by Jan Candles. <laughs> I'm telling you, honest to God, that I, I, to this day, well, they, they have new extended versions. I know. I've been watching uh, them. They're pretty funny. The special fan episodes, yeah, I guess yeah, they're calling yeah. them or it's something. like deleted scenes. Really good. It's so funny. I love The Office. It's a very funny show. It and it's is. because the entire cast is fantastic. Yes, very talented. I mean, there are certain shows like this, like every single person is really good at what they do. The episode that they have a dinner party in the, at the office, they have a dinner party uh, um, that is hosted by um, uh, Michael and Jan, and they're, you know, in a relationship, and they give a tour of the house. I don't think Melora Hardin couldn't have been funnier. She was the funniest thing. Her and uh, Steve Carell were so funny oh, in that episode. Good. Yeah, it was um, it was so awkward because they were this couple that just had so many <clears throat> awkward moments that were hosting these other couples from the you know the office. Oh my God, you just wanted to cringe the whole time. It was amazing. I do love it. It is magnificent. There's no yeah. question about it. Rudy's on the phone with him right now trying to tee things up, which would be a good deal when we get there, right? Yes. Um, there's a part two. They walk into their bedroom, and there's a camera, uh, like tripod set up towards the bed, and Jan goes over there and is like, oh, sorry about this. I'll clean this up. Like, as if they were just filming some escapade. It was so awkward. I like the escapade part I of it. I love it. It's... Are we good to go, sir? Good to go. Well, Melora Harden, how are you doing? Sister. I'm good. How are you doing? Now that you're here, I'm doing extremely well. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Excellent. That is the ticket, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you have a lot to talk about, Melora Harden, ladies and gentlemen. Her new horror film, Clock, which is kind of interesting. I I, uh, I saw the preview for it last night, as a matter of fact. Emmy nominated Melora Harden, known for her roles as Jan Levinson on NBC's The Office. You know, I'm sorry, but I got to pause here. Those new extended cut versions that they're playing on on streaming are just magnificent. Have you watched any? <laughs> you <other>? like those? <laughs> I do. I just love them. I, that show is one of the best shows of all time. There's no question about that, right? Yeah, it really is. I know. I know. It's such a good show. I'm so glad you enjoy it. That's awesome. <laughs> now, Clock, it's kind of interesting because Clock is a new horror film. It's called Clock. It's on Hulu, but it's also on Disney. Does Disney Plus do a lot of horror films? God, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow the... Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but this is more... To me, it's more like a, psycho- a psychological thriller. So, yeah, I mean, there okay. are horror elements. But I guess they do have scary things, too. You know what's great about this is I'm going down the list of everything you've ever appeared in, and it's all phenomenal. Did you know that? Nice, thank you. Well, it's true. Why did Monk ever go away? I'm going to throw that in before we get back to talking about Clock because I loved Monk. 
Well, that's good because we're about to make a, we're making a movie, a monk movie. God, I, and we're all coming back together to reprise our roles. <laughs> that is a great thing. And then I got one more thing, and I promise we'll talk the rest of the time about clock. But I love the fact <laughs> that they put on here, Melora has a line of wallpaper. What? I do. I do. <laughs> yes. What's that all about? Uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty great. I mean, I just I just sort of been working on a documentary for a long time um, for the last like five years, and I and I have uh, been a collage artist all my life. And through the documentary, it kind of uh, ended up that that the collages were sort of became part of a tool for um, my subject's healing in the documentary. And and everybody kind of started saying, God, I just want these bigger. I just want these bigger. I feel like I want to go inside them. And thus, uh, Storyboards by Melora Hardin was, was born. And um, and now I'm collaborating with a wallpaper company. And people can go to my website, which is melora.com, and they can they can check it out. What, how does it work for me if I went with Tom.com? Probably wouldn't be too good, would it? <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, you might not be able to get it. I bet somebody else has it by yeah, now. Well, you're probably right about that. So I do want to talk about clock. I am a, I got to be honest with you, Melora, that, that I'm a, I've always have been a big horror fan. You know, it doesn't have to be, I, I'm not a big, you know, when they shove the saber through someone's face. So that's, I'm not a big yeah. fan of that stuff. I got to be honest with you. Me neither. But the stuff that makes you kind of sit back in your chair and go, "Ooh, that's a little scary right there." So I'm a huge fan of horror. I cannot wait to see Clock. It's going to be on Hulu and coming to Disney Plus as well. So what what's it all about, Malora? Yeah, well, it came out on Hulu uh, on and Disney Plus on Friday, mm-hmm. April 28th. Um and it's it's about a young woman played by Diana Agron who um who is sort of living the perfect life. You know, she has a great husband, and they have a great sex life. She has a great career. She's great friends. She has a really lovely family, and she's just really happy the way things are, and she just doesn't really want to change that. And um, she's getting a lot of pressure from friends and family and society that she needs to have children, and it's recommended to her that she goes to this clinical trial um, at this brilliant doctor's uh, clinic, which is played by me, um, Dr. Simmons, who claims that I'm able to fix her biological clock. So, um, yeah. I <laughs> just love what, Melora, I just love how you did that. It's so great. Where did you grow up, by the way? Uh, I grew up in Los Angeles. I was born in Texas, but I grew up in Los Angeles. In the city? Because yeah. I loved how you said, so uh, I play this one character and she's brilliant. I love how you did that. You worked that in very well. Well, that's, that's what the character, that's how she was written. So. <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about your real life. Well, this brilliant woman named Laura Hardin. And so, how, so you said it kind of, is a, uh, to you it's more of a thriller than horror. Why, why would they call it a horror film? I mean, you don't. Don't reveal too many things because I, I do want to watch. Horror elements. I mean, there's definitely scary parts, you know. So I guess that's you know, anytime it's scary or there's like scary elements, like some, you know, some sort of gotcha moments. I guess I guess they would consider that horror. Yeah. Is it? Sounds like horror in kind of the Alfred Hitchcock vein, though, not the stabby stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's not a slasher. That's for sure. Yeah, okay. not even close. <laughs> I cannot wait to go. And when does it hit the air? It started on Friday, you said? It's, it's 
on Hulu now. Yeah, right. it's on Hulu as of last Friday. Yeah, and um, I guess on I, Disney Plus, I think already too. I'm not sure, but I know for sure it it, it launched on Hulu on Friday. Magnificent. Well, you got eight eight minutes is not enough. We just we'd like to have you on longer, but uh, I know you're a very Aww. busy woman. Well, I'll come back anytime. All right, please do come back soon, Melora. We'd love to have you again. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Have a great day. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Uh, hi, it's Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94. We'd like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all of our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., tell you, uh, tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers, pick up campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really, really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyer's.com, up to five grand off. Yes, I did say five grand off. Sales event ends July 31st. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I took my mom to swim with dolphins. It's like 20 years ago. I had a lot of money at the time, and I'm like, come on, we're going to go to the Bahamas. Just me and mommy, because then she'll like me more than my sisters. And, and they go, Jeannie, you have Dottie. That's your dolphin, is Dottie. And like, price is right. They do like this wave, 
and like beaded fancy curtains open, and like dun 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 dun, like the music plays and Dottie comes out. And with me, they go, all right, JJ, you get chipper. And like, Enter Sandman starts playing by Metallica. And the bullpen door, Yankee Stadium opens, and this wall of waters come at me. He's gonna run right through me. I'm gonna get killed by a golf. This isn't an encounter. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Moore in studio. It's Cowboy Dan's favorite bit. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw never, him. I, I never do him. it. Like, I always forget to do it because I'm, I'm, yeah. I was watching him the whole time I was running. You're right. It's his favorite. It just started giggling right away, which <laughs> yes, yeah, is a nice uh, ambiance. The dolphin encounter becomes very precarious as it progresses. and I suppose. Yeah. They get a little touchy and feely, did they? You could say that. That's what Ooh. I understand. You yeah. could say uh, somebody made me call him daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how much cussing you do on the air. Yeah, you do whatever you want. I didn't know how to yell, hey, your dolphin's dick is stuck under my life vest. See, <laughs> <laughs> it was well worth it. So all I got out yelling across the lagoon was, dolphin cock! <laughs> and the guy looked back at me and goes, that's right, buddy, dolphins rock! Yeah, dolphins rock! And he shows like, his tattoo. That's not what I'm saying! Yeah. They give you an 8x10 photo of your dolphin encounter for free. I love that. And it's uh, my mom's photo is... My mom, she had dementia at the time, and she's just sitting Aww. completely with it with this dolphin. They got their arms around each other. It's beautiful. And then right next to that is my photo. You can, <laughs> you can barely see me because of all the white water. Yes, I, I understand that. Oh, no. I understand that completely. Oh, uh, Rudy, would you do me a favor? Yeah. I don't have the, the, the uh, intro for, for uh, Judd and, and, and... Yeah, kill, I don't have the Killabrew one. Yeah, let me grab that for you. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. We got you, baseball. Rudy fans. looks like a wrestler. Yeah. He kind of does, doesn't he? He's got that yeah. wrestler look about him. Yeah, that's like he it's looks. All true. He looks like Emilio Estevez in breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Where'd he go? I'm also wearing a sweatsuit in here right now too. So that. Oh, I yeah, know this, honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other, <laughs> the other He's got the boner sweatpants on. <laughs> you know how I know he? In case the strip club breaks out. <laughs> you know how I know he was never a wrestler? Because I worked out with wrestlers all the time, and they're all dead. Every one of them. Jesus, that yeah, got sad. dark, Tom. That's no. I'm just telling you, he's still alive. Oh, that's part of the job, though, man. You ever hung out with wrestlers? I'm a wrestler. But I mean, like the big... He, yeah, oh, like pro wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, pro yeah wrestlers. I was just talking about like high school wrestling. No, no, high school wrestling's great. No, Yeah, I'm those guys, their hearts explode after a while. They're just doing like... They retire, then they're doing drywall in their house, and they choke on a Vicodin and die. They, that's pretty much the story right yeah. there, ladies and gentlemen. But, yeah, it's... Uh, Let me tell you something, Daddy. I've dined with King and Queen, and I've eaten in alleys with pork and beans. Love it. I best. did love that stuff. I really did. Me too. From the time I was a little kid. I TiVo, TiVo. I record all of those. Like uh, I like TiVo still. I miss TiVo. That <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Exactly. Then you come home, it's like all your suggestions. You're like, I think my TiVo thinks I'm gay. <laughs> well, there it is. TiVo's, TiVo thinks it's I'm gay. It's all, it's all house hunters. Yeah. It's like, TiVo, what Pretty are you trying much. to tell me? Boy, TiVo. Remember how, did you actually have, you had TiVo. Yeah, I, love, I miss it. Did you watch them install it? Sort of. Yeah, I did. I, what are you talking? Seven, eight hundred wires? Holy Christ, there are wires everywhere. Yeah, so you're back in radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's always that one room in radio that looks like a Kubrickian. It's like a Stanley Kubrick room. 
Indeed. It's just wires, and you're like, where do these go? They're like, uh, nobody knows. They're like, I don't know. It's very true. Yeah, it's like, this can't be good for my nuts. <laughs> no more ovaries in that building. It all works out in the end, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's so great of you guys to come in. I, I, I did not expect you to come in. I heard you were coming to town, and you were going to be on a show. Why wouldn't I come in? Well, I don't know. You know, it's, you guys get... You're a big shot. Roll through. Shit. <laughs> you know, shit. Thank Keep going. You. Keep going. I know, right? You were like, pause, pause. No, but it's great. You, and I, I, I do always like... One again, in 1986, I took this job at KQRS across. I was there for 37 years. Right? That's where Steve Gorman is now. Yeah, that's where Steve Gorman is now. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's Steve and I, I've known Steve for Steve's years. Steve's a good dude. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, he, I left there in December, and then he took the job, I think, in what, February? Maybe? Oh, he slid into your spot? That oh, yeah, no. snake. No, I got fired, so it was not a big deal. After well, 37 making, years, I got fired. It's because you're making too much making too much money. That's exactly you why I got fired. You were a salary cap hit. You are correct. It's like, That's what are we going to do about Ruben Sierra? He's killing us. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's very good, Jay. You're the first person that said, you got fired, didn't you, because yeah. of salary. Making I mean, too much money. You got it. Yeah. So whatever works. Now I lost my damn fruit. They did you a favor. As they did old, do me a favor. As my old manager used to say, you should send them a fruit basket. <laughs> They still send fruit baskets. That my like old manager probably does. When like I made, you want to hear a Schnorr story? When I made amends to my manager, I go, and I uh, hope you'll tell me, if, is there any way I can make it up to you? He goes, did you bring a checkbook? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Way to break the stereotype. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need your apology. Like, did you, you, I'm like, me? Me bring a checkbook? Just in the memo, right? Sorry, my bad. No, I think it's the other way around, but I, as he taught me, I got to sit there and take it. Yeah. And no matter what they say, yeah. you just got to listen. That's I don't like the fact step. that this has come to an end now. This is that should never have ended. He's just going on and on and on. Yeah. Well, I'm. A, you know, I'll call in whatever you want. Oh God, I'd love you to call yeah. in. Yeah. You, you bring both of them with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Once going we hit to do LA, that. I cut him loose. That's it. He go away. Get away from me. He's That's the best. Saved my life. No, I said. And I'm you want to hear a cowboy dance story? Yeah. I'd like, love to hear. Yeah. We're driving around Boston in this guy's car, and he goes, "Hey, are we near the history?" <laughs> Near the history. Oh, you mean the history of the town? Yeah, it's just like a, like there's a history location. Like this, you want to go see the history? Yeah. Around the corner of history. Were you talking about the little plaques that they put in the sidewalk? No, he just you're giving oh, he too just much made... credit. <laughs> Tom's trying to right. sew this up let me, nicely. Let me, let me start. Let me tell, let me start it with a better one. We're on the airplane watching uh, Torah, Torah, Torah. Oh sure. And I go, I didn't like the movie. Half of it's in Japanese with no subtitles, and he goes, Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> That's Cowboy Dan. My that's my guy. sponsor. Yeah. So like Cowboy that. Dan, do you know what Torah means? No. Torah, Torah, Torah. You know, you know what that means. He, trust me. He doesn't. <laughs> he does not know. I asked, I, asked, I asked him once, I go, how do you know nothing? And he looks at me, he goes, I went through two windshields, Jack. <laughs> That'll do it. There's what does it mean? A, can I see the scar? You got one on top yeah. of the head? Oh, no, there it is right there. Yeah, baby. <laughs> he looks like Dylan no, Brooks. <laughs> what uh, what's Torah Torah mean? Attack, attack, attack. Oh, okay, that makes Torah, sense. Torah 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 means attack. They couldn't attack, drop that attack. in subtitles. Well, that's what I was thinking. You know, rehab. They always have the subtitles on TV. They like, do. No, they just true. want to read TV. I remember when I was in when I was in detox. I was in there with one other guy that was a fentanyl addict, and he oh. watched he watched The Dark Knight oh. twice a day, every day. And on the fourth day, I came downstairs and I go, "Did you figure it out yet?" He goes, "Not yet." Oh. <laughs> Like, I was making a joke. He was dead serious. His name was Steve. He goes, not yet. 
People who do a lot of drugs and drink. <laughs> I never told that before. That's, you never heard me say that, did you? That's so. She's laying on the couch. She's like, not yet. They're Still different things. It. That's all I have to say, oh. man. But what an honor to have you guys in studio. Hey, Seriously, man, I love was, you, buddy. Thank you. That's very kind of you, Jay. I'm Come a on huge out fan. to the House of Comedy. Great, great. Second show's a little light, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And Rudy's, Rudy's going to open for you, yeah, right? Yeah, Rudy's great. He was there last night. That's awesome. Yeah. I understand. Here's how it went down. We're in uh, Brian's car, and uh, somebody calls from the club. They go, yeah, Rudy just bellied up to the bar. Should he feature? <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> That's I, how it, right? Am I lying? Yeah. Hey, whatever works. Exactly. He, whatever works. You know, right? His exact words go... He goes, that would be great, because that's quality. That was his exact words. That's how he got yeah. this job, actually. I, thank you. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just... Yeah. I mean, anyway, he watched the whole set yesterday and still no, hasn't seen it yet. I thought they were going to laugh. I just sound like a jerk. He was <laughs> like, oh, my God. You guys <laughs> staring at you. You guys left me on an island there. Jesus. No, no, no. I got you covered. Yeah. I, got, I was just thinking, do you guys want to do a crossover? Because a crossover between you and Ken Herbeck would be pretty damn interesting. You baseball fan? Ken Herbeck. He took the E out. HR. Yeah, he did. HR. Ken Herbeck. Yeah. Ken Herbeck's what? with us right now. Oh, you guys got to talk a little oh while before God. you go. He got so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a little kid right now. Rudy, whenever you want to tee him up. He's up, yep. Hey, Ken, I'm you up. there? I'm here. Jay Moore is in the <laughs> studio. Oh, my God. What's up, dude? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, you talk. I'm like starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> Does he ever ask about me? <laughs> he said to me, he said, Tommy, when are you going to have Jay Moore on the show? He's one of the funniest guys in America. Get her back. I said, you're absolutely Damn. right. It's great to have you. Phil Mackey with us uh, from Score North as well. Uh, if you guys can, if you guys want to stay for, uh, as oh, long I'm not as going want. anywhere. You brought in the man. All right. Well, then you two, I think Jay Moore and Ken Herbeck and Phil Mackey, the three of you, should do this sport. Yes, game. yes. Three titans of the sports and entertainment world: <laughs> Jay Moore, Ken Herbeck, and <laughs> Phil Mackey. Yes, yeah. Kind of I falls off this. after the first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay, I didn't know you were that big a baseball fan. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's America. You got Ken Herbeck on the phone. Stop talking to me. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. I'm going to sit back and listen. Go ahead. Take, take it up. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Jay Moore Show with Ken Herbeck and Phil Mackey. Oh, that'd be the best. Morning, gentlemen and ladies. Thank you. Thank you for that shout-out. No ladies here. It's just Miss Brittany. He was talking hey, to me. Point. Yeah, good point. Oh, I do have to do the intro. I forgot. Mm -hmm. I got to oh, yeah. do the intro. Minnesota legend. Why do I always have to say this? Minnesota you legend. You don't have to. He's a, yes, he's a I do. legend, period. Yeah, you know. And both just, of our women's name is Jeannie. There you go. Uh, Minnesota, uh, uh, not anymore. But former. anyway, <laughs> Ixnay AJ. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's so... You know what, Ken? If you had 2,000 hits, maybe it would have worked out. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Herbeck gets attacked. What could be better than that? Hey, I've got 38 stolen bases. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulling the furniture behind you. This is exactly why I want to say this right now. 35 years ago, we started bringing comedians in to do the show because com they radio never used to let comedians on. 35 years ago, right? You know that. This is exactly why I said, no, 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 we got to get some comedians in here because of this happening. Oh, I'm so fired up for Ken Herbeck. Well, Herbeck's fired up just to hang out with you, too. Eh, probably He's not. never the same. Well, no, no. When he comes on, he, when it's just me, he goes, yeah, I suppose you want to talk about baseball. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I got like two minutes. <laughs> hey, but Herbie, no. why isn't Don Mattingly, Hall of Fame, yes or no? You can only have one syllable answer. May. 
Wow. B. <laughs> a and B. Yeah. No, I mean, in your opinion, is he a Hall of Famer? If he is, I am. Shit. <laughs> You're out of your and mind. I'm not. Aren't you? And I'm a no. What? What are you talking about? He's got the same numbers as Kirby Puckett. So do I. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, I'm your hey, biggest I've got fan. One more RBI than Puck. That's true. He does. This is unbelievable. You know, there is no, a guy. He was a great player, man. Mattingly was a great player. I, I don't know if he was, you know, in the era. Yeah, I think you have to look at Hall of Fame guys, what they did during their era that they played in. And, you know, Donnie was definitely, you know, the 80s, early 90s. Best of the best. Who's going to yeah, win the batting exactly. title, Boggs or Mattingly, right? Yeah, and then and yeah. then Eddie Murray would come in and be like, neither, bitches, beat it. <laughs> God, I love baseball. I love it, too. It, uh, I am a huge yeah. baseball fan. The Minnesota, oh, my Minnesota it's, Twins. It's a hard deal to do uh, to figure out who belongs in the Hall of Fame. You know, if you look up against numbers from back in the days when guys are driving in 175 runs, you don't see that anymore. But, um, yeah, I mean, Donnie was definitely one of the best out there when I played. I know that. I think, I, played. I think Herbie's right. Like, in baseball, it is hard because you can't do a numbers game because then you got guys like Clayton Kershaw who just got his 200th yeah. win, but that yeah. also puts a light on how impossible 300 wins is. But right. then also okay. in football, it's like one guy, Joe Namath, that doesn't belong in the Hall of It's like, really? He's got more interceptions and touchdowns, and I'm a Jets fan. And yeah. kind of brings. Yeah. And then they make guys like Jim Plunkett and Tom Flores wait because everybody hated Al Davis. I don't know if yeah, you guys. True. I don't know if you guys like other sports as well. well yeah, we'll talk about them all. All right, good. I don't know anything about hockey. I got no. I grew up in the inner city. There were, we didn't even have ice. Where'd you grow up? North Minneapolis. Oh yeah, it's a great spot. Great place to grow up. You know, that's all I'm saying. I do. <laughs> no, I'm just looking over. I want to make sure that I'm not keeping you too long. I won't I, let you. Just okay. I just want to make make sure. You so, Herbeck, what's up? What are we doing? We're just we're just hanging out. We chat a little bit uh, a little bit of baseball here on the show with Mr. Mackey and, and Mr. Bernard. And uh, I'm not sure yeah, how we, I feel about your guys' career move to do radio and not talk. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's doing radio without talking. That's true. Come on, Phil, chime I, in. I actually I, I actually do have a Don Mattingly question for Ken Herbeck. A very very oh, important Don Mattingly question. Okay. Did you ever think about growing a mustache like that during oh, your career? Oh yeah. And what oh, stopped you? If I not? I had the porn stash going. For he a had while. the Dan Gladden. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Dan Gladden. Yeah, you had that uh, early, early, early in your career. You had uh, in the major well, leagues. Did you ever have a mustache? I did. You did? Yeah. If you look on one of my baseball cards, and you could wipe it off with your finger, it would it, it, it disappeared real quick. <laughs> okay. It's by the way, it's amazing how much power the Yankees have. I mean, you get these guys. Like, remember Jason Giambi used to have a caveman beard with the Oakland Athletics, and then yep, you go to the it. Yankees, and they yeah. like they. They hand you a razor before your first contract. George Steinbrenner, you know, uh, misplaced Cut narcissism. Yeah. Hey, yeah. let me ask you this. In the, in the Twins Dome back in the day when they had all those seats stacked up in the outfield, what were, like, those trash bags they hung over the front of them? Like, it wasn't going to rain inside the dome. Yeah. No, that was, that was the fence. That was the baggie. <laughs> it was the baggie. The baggie fence? It was a baggie fence. Yeah, it was great. Put a, put a big, put a big 500-foot Dodge advertisement on it. And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Big plastic, big uh, big rubber plastic, whatever the heck it was. Uh, yeah. What was your favorite yeah. town? But, 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 what was your favorite town was... on the road to play in? Favorite town to play in? Or favorite park to play in? Like where? Where did you show up and just go? Park. I got this made. I'm mashing here. 
Uh, well, I mean, there's parts I like to play in, but I suck in them. There's a lot of those. Um, I love going to Boston. I, I was just going to say, York. I bet you were great on that pesky pole, boy. Just hook it. Hook it around there. I, I really like the. Uh, I really like playing in in the old stadiums, Detroit, Comiskey, and Chicago. Um, you know, of course, going to Fenway was cool. I opened up my first game was in New York in the Yankee Stadium. Oh God, pretty big, pretty cool place. I like playing them all. Hey, if I was in the lineup, I like playing. Yeah, right. That's exactly <laughs> the it. Okay, should I re- uh, reveal to Jay and his buddies uh, what you did to me in 1987, uh, Kent Herbeck? Uh, very quickly, I just told the story a couple of weeks ago, but I'll run through it very quickly. Uh, I uh, love the Twins, always have. Went on this show I was talking about earlier, and it blew up. Went, it was the highest-rated morning show in America, as a matter of fact. It was huge, right? So I start chirping about the Twins one, one time, 87 or 88, somewhere in there. Somewhere in that, that period. And I went after a couple of guys in the team pretty hard. And the rest of the team did not like that I went after their teammate pretty hard. And I went down in front of the Twins dugout. And not one player would look at me. They wouldn't even look at me. They were so pissed off at me. They didn't want they don't come near me. Don't look at me. They wouldn't even. So what happens? Right in the middle of it, here comes Ken Herbeck. And he goes, Hey, Tommy, how you doing? <laughs> Just to point out what a prick I am. So I really appreciate that to this day, Kent. Well, you're, you're welcome. Now everybody knows who you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. Think about the reach you have. Like, that's so rare that a guy on radio can talk trash about a team where the team's actually icing you at the stadium. Oh, honestly, guys, that's, we had, that that's show, power. That show, we had a 30 share in the morning. It's it like Reggie Jackson huge. said, fans don't boo nobodies. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Fans don't. I love the that's Reggie Jackson true. quote when he hit the third home run in the World Series, and they asked him, "What were you thinking as you were rounding the bases?" And he goes, "Just the magnitude of me." Yeah. <laughs> the magnitude of me. Yes. Oh God. I remember Reggie told me one thing. Reggie would tell everybody a lot of things. Reggie liked to tell everybody things. <laughs> Reggie told me one thing. He was asking about. I don't know. I was. On a bum wheel, I was hurting or something one time, and he was there, and he says, oh, you got a bad leg, huh? I said, yeah. He said, well, if you hit the ball far enough, you don't have to run. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I always thought about that. That You know, that's pretty much true. Kent Herbeck. <laughs> I know you're talking to Kent Herbeck. What could be? Now I'd have to put up with this, by the way, for the next, like, six months. Every Friday is going to be, hey, I remember when Jay Moore was in there, he could appreciate talent. Remember that? <laughs> Come on, Kent. <laughs> I got, actually got to go. I got a Zoom meeting at ten. Oh damn it, Jay! You got to come back, man. I will. I would love to. You Get guys, my number from this guy, and I, I, that's to. straight up. Like I'll whenever you want. I'll just call. Well, we got Rudy in there too. Mm. Huge fan. I'll see you at home, bro. There's look at that lid he's got on down <laughs> Give there. Give Mabel a hug for me. Great looking hat, Thank you, sir. Great looking nice hat. Thanks for chatting, Jay. Nice oh, you. by the way, uh, Kent just said thanks for chatting, Jay. You should probably pop your headphones on one more time. Great to see you. See you, bro. Kent. Oh, You're good. Some amazing right. hug. You Ken, Ken sends a hug through the through the, uh, so the headphones fun. here too. Yeah, yeah. sends a hug. Thanks for coming, Ish. <laughs> oh, absolutely. See you soon. You want to take a break here? We I, why don't we do that? We'll take a break here and then come back and do all the rest of this stuff. That'll be good. Um, can, you guys. Oh, I'm do you good. guys? You guys, yeah, uh, Did Phil have to I'm go? Good. I don't know about Phil. Phil probably left already. Oh no, yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, you're no, okay. I'm. I, I'm good. I'm good to go. Let's rock and roll. Oh, first so you place. can stay with us? Are the twins still in first place? 
Or did they, know, did they, I'm telling you, honest to God, uh, losing two out of three to Chicago was a little upsetting for Uncle Tommy. Hey, hey, hey easy, easy, Tom, easy. Well, well, that's have... awfully glass half empty. I saw it as winning one of three against Chicago on the optimistic side. But no, that's fine. You bring, bring your no. negativity. Yeah, bring your okay. Negativity. Oh, who you're brought always wanna, up? You always want to bring drag players down and point out their shortcomings. I'm here to beef everybody up. <laughs> and then Kent comes in and goes, hi, Tom, how you doing? <laughs> right after I, mean, I that, do it. Hey, that means you're a fan when you're uh, when you're ragging and, and get pissed off when your team loses. That means you're a fan. I mean, yes, you're a hardcore fan, it does. right? It I mean, absolutely does. If you're upset does. that your team loses. Yeah, it was a tough it was a tough weekend for him, or a, a couple days there for him. But you know what? They could easily lost all three of those games, but they hung it out. They stuck it out and ended up winning the game in 12 innings yesterday. I'm looking at, hey, they got one in a row. They're three and a half games up. What are we, a fifth of the way through the season so far? We're four games above 500. Um, you know, multiply that times four. That makes you 20 games over 500 if you keep uh, uh, keep going at, at it the way they are. And that puts you in pretty good position. So, yeah, math checks out to well. me. Yeah, yeah quit being does. negative, yeah. Tom. Oh, so Tom's the one being negative. <laughs> yeah, I see how it's going. I mean, go I could have could have used a base hit from Trevor Larnick once in the series, but other than that, I'm positive. I'm positive. Well, see, now I would have to contact, agree with you. you <laughs> I would have to contact. agree. Can't, let me ask both of you this this question because I know you guys only got about a minute or two left, but but. I don't like that putting a guy on second base in the tenth inning. I am not a fan of that at all. You got to earn it, don't you? Uh, yeah. You know, that's another speed up deal. Yeah, I know, but implemented in the game. But no, I, uh, I don't think anybody's a fan of it. Really? I, Actually, I I'm, I'm going to raise my hand. Representing representing the millennial baseball fan here, someone who has the attention span of a gnat. I kind of <laughs> like it in the regular. I kind of like it in the regular season. Plus, it. May, Puts a little more urgency on. Hey, reliever, you're coming in. Got to be ready to, you know, make something happen. I think it, it it creates some fun urgency at the end of the game. But again, that's just me. I'm literally checking Instagram right now as I say that because I'm I'm always getting bored and sidetracked. It's my generation that ruined baseball. I'm sorry. Oh, you didn't ruin baseball. Yes, you, you did. Changed some things. No, you ruined it. I like. Hey, I like. I definitely like the the, the pitcher thing and the and the hitter being ready to go. Hey, let's go. Let's get in the box and play. You know, it turned into a show for a while where guys would take five minutes to walk up, you know, on their walk-up song and be dancing around in the box and the pitcher's out there scratching everything he's got and walking around the rubber and blah, 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 and, and he ends up throwing a pitch and five minutes later he throws another one. I mean, that got pretty sad. You know, somebody posted, I can't remember which reliever it was. I think it was it was a Dodgers reliever from a couple years ago. And someone posted a video and they had they had two videos side by side. They had the relief pitch. This is from like this is before the rule changes. They had right. the relief pitcher throwing a pitch, and then they had on the other screen the Kentucky Derby starting. And the entire Kentucky Derby finished before this reliever threw his second pitch of the <laughs> inning. <laughs> well, that's not good necessarily, but you, you know, know, show me the show me the signs again. Step off the rubber. Look over to first. Show me the signs again. Right. Right. Well, bag. hey, it'll give you a chance to channel surf while you're waiting in between pitches. What the heck? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to watch the I'm gonna watch the Kentucky Derby before this next pitch. You know what sure. I really enjoyed about today, honest to God? And I really did. Having Jay Moore in studio, uh, Rudy got a hold of him. Well, we worked with him last night uh, and asked him to come in. He said he would come in. 
I met Jay. I thought it was here, but it must have been in Chicago or something. I, I thought it was here, but he said he'd never been here until last year, and this was about 20 years ago. But to have a guy, I mean, look, he's got a huge podcast. He you know, does voiceover. He does movies, does television shows, all the rest of it. To see a guy that successful and that famous get so excited to hear about another guy who's successful and famous, honest to God, Kent, he was like a child when I told him you were on the phone. <laughs> It was hilarious. It was one. It made my heart feel. He's gonna set his sights a little higher. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Sounds like he really wanted Don Mattingly to be on, actually, but uh, he settled for Herbie. Sounds like he might have been. Where where is he from originally? Do you know? Is he New Jersey? Yeah, he's a East Coast guy. Probably. Yeah, that's what brought up Don Mattingly, probably. But honest to God, Rudy, what a pleasant man. Best, isn't he? Just very, very pleasant guy. He was into it. He wants to come on the show a lot more. I, I just think. That listening to you guys talk and to see the look on his face, how excited he he was like a little nine year old boy talking to his baseball hero. Yeah, and if you want to see it, it'll be up on YouTube. So. Ah, perfect, absolutely perfect. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I never get starstruck on stage, and last night when I was up about halfway through was when Jay got into town and got to the club. Oh, okay. I, I saw him in the back of the club, and I immediately like my brain was like, <laughs> "You suck! You're a hack! Why are you on stage? Get off the stage! You don't deserve yeah. to be up here." Jay Moore is in the same room as you. I love it. Uh, By the way, can we just? I I think it's dude, Rudy. You're opening for Jay Moore. Man. I know. Like, yeah, isn't that great? That's, how cool! That's awesome, dude. He's killing it this month. And, and here's the thing: I literally went to the club last. Night to have a drink and watch the show, and they were like, "Hey, by the way, our feature didn't come to town. Do you want to feature really? all weekend?" I was like, "I'm in. Let's do this." Yeah. So, this is why you always have what have have three to five minutes of material in your back pocket, ready to rock and roll for that moment, right? Well, I was a half in the bag, and they're like, "You got to do 20." I was like, "All right, sounds good. Well, I guess we're gonna." Try <laughs> what to if I just repeat happen? the same five minutes four times? Does anyone notice? But it'll there get better go. as I yeah. go. There you have it. All right, boys, we'll have a hell of a damn weekend. We got to win some games now. I don't like losing two out of three to Chicago. Got to be honest with you, but it was a good win yesterday. Hard it'll fought. Inter- it'll be interesting to see what they do in Cleveland. Apparently, Cleveland likes to steal bases, so there's oh, going to be some running yes. going on. That's all I hear about is that they like to run the bases. But uh, baseball is no, hilarious, man. Ba- all these new revelations in baseball. So teams are going to steal bases and get in the batter's box faster. And Herbie's like, uh, yeah, welcome to. How baseball was when I played. Yeah. In the very, 80s very and 90s. All right, boys, we'll, we'll talk to you next week, correct? Yes, indeed. I'll be there. I'll be here. I'll be someplace. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring in another, like, superstar to, to fawn all over you next week, too, okay? There we go. Thanks a lot, fellas. Have a good day. All right, boys and girls. Take care. Have a great weekend. Ladies Bye, and gentlemen, Minnesota legend Kent Herbeck Sports is brought to you by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda at the ballpark up north or in your fridge. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Kent Herbeck brought to you by the... I, I love Killebrew Cream. So we, we have a case in the other room. It's wonderful stuff. We have to take a quick break, come back. Timmy Lammers will join us right after this. I'm never going to get over that segment. You know that, right? I was laughing so hard. That was a great... I Damn. just love the fact his enthusiasm for talking to Herbeck, oh. and Herbeck was just great to him. I mean, that reminded me... I'll be honest with you, this reminds me of doing the, doing the queue like... To, 15 years ago. I mean, I was crying. That was so funny. It was he was really so good. excited. Jay Moore was, so, he looked like a he little was. kid. He was a little kid because he got to talk to Canter Herbeck. I love that, man. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. 
Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. No, he can come and sit in here too if he wants. (laughs) You waved him off. That was real nice, man. Don't encourage him. him. Be a bad idea. No, but he is more than welcome to sit in here. We we know sitting out there by himself. Come on in. Yeah, Dave, come on in. We don't... Cowboy Dan. Sitting out there by yourself, all the rest of it. As long as those work. What's your name? Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Hi, Dave. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. God, I was trying to think. The last time I saw you in studio, I was working... I I did a morning show here for 40... about 37 years in in Minneapolis. And you came into the studio probably 20 years ago. I bet you it was that long ago. I don't think I was in... I don't think so. Oh, you came in studio one time, I remember. Yes, I haven't been, first time I played here was like last year. How you doing? First time ever? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hey, Jay, yeah, can you get right up on that microphone in front of you, bud? Hey, no. There it is. Oh, listen hey, to that no. velvety voice. When's yeah. Beetlejuice come out? <laughs> Didn't Beetlejuice already come out? How you doing? How's I everything? thought he died. Beetlejuice? The, I thought he died, too. The guy from the Howard Stern show? Oh, oh him. Yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah. a different yeah. guy. Thankfully, no. How's Howard doing? Is he still wearing a mask at the house? I don't know. <laughs> he like suited up and stayed home, man. It was weird. So how, everything's been good. Yeah, man. Everything's glad great. I'm glad to hear that. We're, same with us too. We're doing this uh, now is a whole different, a whole different deal. After I started doing a show when I was 18 years old, a, a talk show on on the radio. Oh, I've read your file, Tom. Oh wait, 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 wait. By file. What do you mean by file? You're a legend, dude. You have a Yorkie. No, but I wish. There's a Yorkie on you. Oh, yeah. Somebody gave me the sticker. I thought it was cute. I, love I wish. I wish I had. I have a Yorkie. I had one growing up. What's yours named? Mabel. Oh, that's oh, Mabel. so Oh, Mabel. If you put a bag on the ground, she crawls inside it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Backpack, yeah. Backpack, paper bag. Like a purse you'd get right in. She's right in it. She oh, loves to travel. Okay, like here we go. We had one named Zoe growing up. That's good. In love. Now I have big, huge dogs I that I run Yorkies. with. I love Yorkies. They're always like little pepper pots. I know they are indeed so cute, and they'll like sleep right on your shoulder. Like I might always curled up right there. Mine's under my right here. Oh, okay. You guys are pissing off Jude now. Well, Jude's bigger than a Yorkie. Yeah, not much. No, not much. We've had the same dog now for about ten years. My wife and me. What kind of dog is Jude? Cavalier King Charles. I love King Charles. They're so fancy. You know what? Well, you know what's amazing about this dog though, because we have we have these seats. Uh, in, our, in our house. You have seats watch. in your house, Tom? Well, I mean, like theater <laughs> seats. Down? I should have said theater <laughs> seats, pretty, yeah. Pretty yeah, tight. you know what? I kind of skipped really, over you're one You're doing it right part. for yourself. We're going to get a table next, which is going to be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to be a show-off, you know? Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> but, yeah, we have, we have like four theater, theater seats. We've got eight total theater seats downstairs, and we sit down <laughs> and watch television because a, a couple hours maybe here and there. And my wife has to sit in the one... Uh, two two seats to my right, 
and then Jude sits in the one in the middle, and then I sit on the one on the left. We cannot move around. You will sit here, and you will sit there, and then I'm going to sit in the middle seat. Jude! Jude, getting really pushy. My Yorkie's 17 years old. Oh, 17, really, because Jude's 11. That's her flapping her tongue. That's saying I was ready for bed. She's got the lack of teeth. Little, Is that what she has? No teeth oh, to hold it in. Oh, I love that. Little Mabes. Mabe, Mabe. Little Mabel. I love the white. I had an assistant once say, I think Mabel makes fun of you by calling you by your name. (laughs) Okay, John. Okay. I like when you learn people's dog voices on Zoom when they don't know they're unmuted. Sure. You just hear like, oh, who wants a treat? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. It's like, Harold, your mic is on. Oh, who wants a treat? Little little puppy. I like it when people go, little puppy. The baby. That's a good look. Oh, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Friday, May 5th, which is today, and Saturday, May 6th, which is tomorrow. Two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. House of Comedy, Mall of America. I love that venue. I do. I love that venue. It's a great you, club. Plus, you can buy whatever the hell you want. You don't have to go outside. Yeah. So that's good. Ride the roller coaster, House you of Mirrors. Roller coaster. That's get a right. tattoo. Mm-hmm. You can go outside get stabbed. It'll buy, be wonderful. Buy some seats. <laughs> yeah, you can buy some seats. Buy some seats. We learned that Tom has chairs in his house. I have, we have, yeah, we have eight chairs. Eight chairs. They're all lined up. One's like, you know, a little higher than the other. It's really unbelievable. It's an amazing situation. <laughs> I'll be over at noon. You can be over anytime. I'm because I am going home right after this. On Fridays, they get to go home early, so I'm very happy about that. Do I have to bend over the whole show? Can't you like turn it up? You uh, actually, Brittany can. Yeah, I was wondering what you were doing, like crunched yeah, down. Yeah, because so you're like, what's going on? Here, we got to get some pictures. There. Here's Jay Moore. You know what I? <laughs> yeah, that looks like yeah. really uncomfortable. Don't we have another? Then you're blocking the the video feed. Okay, I'll. Yeah, way to go. Typical. It's okay. I got new hair. I want to lean into it. Did you even get a microphone? No. You didn't, did you? I don't need one. Why not? Because he's loud. What if I want to talk to you for an extended period of time? Cowboy Dan. Cowboy Dan. I saw the hat. So, Cowboy Dan, where are you from? I live in L.A. now. You live in L.A.? I was born in L.A., moved away young. Oh, you did? You moved away? Yeah. Did you go to prison? Been there, <laughs> <laughs> He's got the look, man. You can't come with me to Canada. Uh, I'm just telling you flat out, where I grew up, Dan would fit right in. <laughs> they no wouldn't let him in Canada. No, I, no. So see, we'll just stay away from it. We won't even ask you why you ended up in prison, Dan. It'll be great. He's a pyro. Are you really a pyro? You like to light stuff up? <laughs> you know, it's a very sexual thing. Did you know that, by the Whoa! way? Py- pyromania is a very, very sexual deal. In other words, if you start something on fire, it means you haven't been laid in about two years. That's true. I'm not making that up. Why are you staring at me like this? Look at me like, do I have to sit here? <laughs> You're all that fired up about it. Now, oh, so now you didn't get it. Do you want the other mic that he had? That's okay. I'm a, he's the important one here. Well, no, you're all important. Whoops, your earpiece just fell off. Oh, oh don't worry about it. I thought, Jeez, I you guys are a mess. I know. You guys? <laughs> why me? What two. Oh, those two, yeah. Okay. No, you're the man. So in any case, ladies and we gentlemen. We just squeeze these people out. Me and you would have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a whole different setup, exactly. Well, so that's good because I've been a fan for years. Thanks, people, I suppose people tell you that all the time, though, don't they? Not enough. Where did you first break through, and how long ago was that? Well, I started doing stand-up at 16 yeah, in New Jersey, you, yeah. but it was like the comedy boom. It's like, you know, in that, in that book, Outliers, it's, they explain like how everything has to overlay right. and the interlocking of all these different Lego pieces have to click together. Like The comedy boom in like the late 80s and early 90s was insane. There was just was. comedy everywhere. So right when you did stand-up comedy, people were like, well, come with us. I did stand-up on a Sunday 
for the first time. And then people said, what are you doing Wednesday? Come with us. We're going to all be at Hackensack. And then on Wednesday, they said, what are you doing Saturday? So all, then, boom, right away, I found my tribe. That's great. And then I was, you know, 22 miles from Manhattan. So then the natural progression right. was to go to Manhattan and then um, started driving, like, to Buffalo, New York, eight hours for 50 bucks. That's, yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's missing these days from up-and-coming <laughs> comics. They just want to, you know, edit clips on Instagram. And they don't know what it's like to just put in that road work. Uh, and then I uh, started doing stand-up. I got a job on MTV. And then Saturday Night Live was the, yeah, the big, like, the big you've one. been knighted. Like, you, you, have a, you have a line. on You have an intro for the rest of your life. You know, I, if I do The great. Tonight Show, it's still my introduction. Oh, I could see that. Absolutely. And I was never a cast member. I was a featured performer. Right. And then, but it's still like this next guy. It's a, you know, it's like being governor, Tom. You know, when you're done being governor, they still introduce you as you know governor. Yeah, you are still a president, governor. Yeah, yeah. Governor, you right. want some more coffee? You know. No, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right about that. It's, it's, it's really legitimate. It's, I think it's very cool. Though. Yeah, and then Jerry Maguire, of course, is just yeah. when the levee broke. I guess. That was a hell of a hell of a movie. My first movie. It was your first movie. I auditioned to be the quarterback first. And then in my audition, I completely blew my southern accent. It was really, I was just all over the ice. And I could, I'm really good at voices and dialects. And I was like, well, I'll tell you one thing about that. It just sounded like a NASCAR driver. And we got to get a rubber side down. That's an ambulance. And then uh, after I blew, I still got a call back. And then I blew that one. And they said while I was still in the room, you know, do you know the part of the male nanny? And I said, yeah, because the script was fantastic. <laughs> And I said, sure. And they said, well, one of you, can you read for that? I said, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll do anything in this movie. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, the sides are out in the hallway. You, we'll give you like a couple minutes to just look at it and come back in. But the, here's the, the outlying situation was in that, in the audition scene and in the movie, there's a part where Tom Cruise is about to go out with Renee Zellweger and the male nanny goes, but I want you to use this. And you think he's going to hand him a condom. Right. And he hands him a, a cassette. Of he goes John Coltrane Miles Davis live. I had that cassette. <laughs> Did you? So all the dialogue, the Cameron Crowe dialogue, two masters of jazz, but but with Cannibal Adderley on alto sax, and an eighteen-year-old Philly Joe Jones on drums. I knew all that because I, I was a jazz head. So just by law, just luck, I actually knew. So I memorized it. I just walked right back in the room. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. So even if I went off script, I was still describing how I felt about that cassette that cd and then uh when i was done with that uh they were all just really quiet like standing around i remember jim brooks was leaning against his desk and he goes how about sugar and i remember everybody else just kind of nodded like yeah, yeah yeah like nobody else wanted to bring it up uh and then they gave me a week to learn the bob sugar part and then i learned after the fact the reason they were all quiet was because they already had an offer out to Owen Wilson because they did Bottle Rocket oh, yeah, with yeah. Jim Brooks. Mm -hmm. So they had to rescind his offer, Ooh. which never happens. So you so, get along really well with him now, I bet. I never, I never, I never met Owen Wilson, <laughs> but I, I, I would love to meet him. Like, what are we doing? I'm just hanging with Tom and talking about <laughs> chairs and seats. Yeah, see, this could be Owen Wilson, not me. This Think about this. This is great. It could have been much better than You've it is You've been doing right this now. so long, Tom. It's just great. 52 years, man. Really? 52 years. You look years great, ago. buddy. For me. I, I was a power lifter for many, many years. Hey, look, I mean, we all realize Power lifter, eh? I was for a long, long time. Is man. that bad for the heart? Uh, that's why I have lost so far now like 75 pounds. Good job. Yeah, you, can't, you cannot carry that weight around. Once you, I'm 71 years old now. 
How'd you so, lose the weight? Because I just lost 35. No, you look great. Oh, you I was look, fat. I could put my hands in my pockets <laughs> naked. <laughs> I was disgusted. He, That's well, a good line. Now, wait a minute. Is that, that is your line? A good line? Cowboy Dan would take pictures of me from the side of the stage, <laughs> and I would look at the pictures and be like, no, that's impossible. I know. Isn't like, I'm that, that guy? I'm my dad? Isn't that? Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Absolutely. And then I lost all my hair, lost my teeth. Look. Oh, my God. That'll happen. Yeah. Isn't that nice they can do that now, by the way? Yeah, and they're like, when are you going to go and get your root canal and get the tooth? I'm like, I'm good. Wow. Why I got, would I got, you? I got the flipper. That's perfect. These we are did. all implants. I'm just tired of sitting in the guy's chair. I know, For right? For all three of you, we learned something this morning that this fits right in. 36% of people never brush their teeth. Really? Yeah. 36 I in had the morning. no idea. In the morning. Well, yeah. they, that means they never do. That's probably My problem right. was at night before bed, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I can't say, I'm not doing that. I understand. It all works out. I here. made my bed for the first time 50 years old in rehab. First you, time I ever made my bed was at 50 because I had to or I wouldn't get my ice cream sandwich. Yeah. When did you go to rehab? 2021. 2020. Oh, you Two did. years, one month, 23 days. Do you have any problem with it? It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Me too. It's like a timeout for you. Went. I just stopped drinking. I didn't go to rehab. Oh, but it's I, like a, I did it's like go a to... timeout for adults. Give me your phone. You can't have it for a month. I Sit agree, down. Yeah. Shut up. You get what you get. You don't get upset. And if you're a good boy, I'll give you the ice cream sandwich. You want to watch TV? One hour. Then you got to go back to your room like a good boy. Sit but I needed it because I was I was a baby. Do you still go through like AA and that kind of stuff? I I, I rock. Some rocked, people do. I rock a program. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's helping you it's out. The obviously. greatest thing. It's I've wanted this my whole life. If I don't show up, everybody asks me where I was. It also opens a whole new deal because if you don't have a great story about going to a rehab meeting, then you're going to the wrong meetings because there are some stories, oh, my God. An intervention is like the worst surprise party ever. Oh. <laughs> I suppose it is, You walk yeah. in a room and everyone you love and like haven't seen, you're like, hey, Alex, oh, no. <laughs> See, what's wrong with that? I'm telling you, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I went to an all me men's too. Christian rehab, beans, rice, and oh, Jesus you? Christ. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell him. I don't think. Uh, I, like I don't think every. I don't think my recovery. There's a, a a verse in the Bible that's directly correlated to what I'm going through today. But you're fine. Don't I, worry Armando, about it. My roommate's bothering me. My roommate in rehab was an arsonist. He did. Oh. He did 11 years in prison for arson, manslaughter, and there was me. A nightstand and Armando, and there was a candle on the nightstand, but separating me and the arsonist. A candle? A candle. That's a great move. They were just daring this guy to light me on fire. (laughs) The last time I went to an AA meeting was a long time, because I don't, you know, it it wasn't hard for me to stop drinking. I don't know why. I was just, well, it was explained to me, actually. Yeah, Yeah, I'm very, very lucky in that situation. Um, I was asked by, I don't know, are you a hockey fan at all? Yeah, sure. You ever heard the name Louis Nanny, legendary hockey player? Legendary. He once asked me, Tom, because it's been like 11 years since I stopped drinking, something like that, at the suggestion of this, this woman. She's really pretty, and she's married to me. Oh, <laughs> It's kind of a suggestion, sure. if you know what I'm saying. Like how they suggest if you leave an airplane to wear a parachute? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's our suggestion. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about right there. That's 100% what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. 